This episode of the BJJ Campaign Podcast is brought to you by Speed Pro East Bay in Alameda, California, in the heart of the San Francisco Bay Area. They're the source for premium visual solutions to spruce up your interior space. From window decals and wall murals to conference room graphics and directional signage, create a work environment that is tailored to your brand. They'll not only print your custom graphics, but do installation as well. Visit eastbayspeedpro.com. That's E-A-S-T-B-A-Y-S-P-E-E-D-P-R-O.com. And mention the BJJ Campaign Podcast for 15% off your first order. Also, Eddie is a jiu-jitsu guy, so folks, go out there and support him. I'm about to feed him to the sharks right now. Get him hyped right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll. Welcome to episode 59 of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. I'm an A3, blue belt, three stripes. Bill Coors, A2, blue belt, two stripes. Luke Amos, A2, brown belt, four stripes. Luke, thanks for coming on today. We appreciate having you just for the audience. Luke is one of our brown belts. He's uh, one of the instructors as well, uh, teaches class, and also he has kind of a unique um, upbringing and a long history with jiu-jitsu. Tell us a little bit, Luke, how you got started and when and where. Yeah, uh, in 2004, um, I started with the Amasaki Academy uh, in Northern Virginia, D.C. area. And uh, a friend of mine had been training with the Royce, uh, uh, Royce Gracie School there in, in Scranton, Pennsylvania. He had been telling me for a couple of years, like, hey, man, go check this out. And he showed me the UFC videos. And I thought it was cool, but I'm just like martial arts are corny. Like, I don't know. That's just kind of how I grew up, you know? And, um, but finally, like he kept pestering me and he was like, Oh, you know, he's showing me these moves and whatnot. I'm like, this is kind of cool. So, and, uh, I just graduated college the year before and I was like wanting to get back into some competition. I played college basketball and stuff. And, uh, I just, you know, wanted to get into some kind of, some kind of competition. So I'm like, I'll check this out. And I went to my first class and absolutely loved it. Um, had some good instructors there and, and some really good uh, teammates, which, you know, you guys know is when you have good teammates and good, just good people in a school, it, you know, you're going to be locked in. It's a lot more than just, you know, just more than the martial art or whatever it might be that you're doing. So that was definitely uh, cool. And, um, shoot at the time, I think we only, we were only, they're only offering classes like three days a week, something like that at first. Um, unless I wanted to travel in like Northern Virginia is a mess. So like if I wanted to travel like an hour, I could go to one of the other schools, but this school that I was near was, was only open like three days a week. And then we finally expanded out and had like regular classes. And, and well. an hour on the beltway might be five oh my gosh. miles. Oh, it's a, it's a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're absolutely correct. That's why we, that's honestly why we moved here later, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I, and I started competing and, and just, uh, man, I was training as much as I possibly could. I didn't have er, much as I could. I didn't have any kids at the time. So, you know, it was, uh, it, it was, it was a blast just training and working. You know, I was a teacher at the time, just training and working. That's it. That's all I did. So, um, yeah, I was never, you know, I, I did a lot of competitions. I was never great. You know, I won some, lost some, but 
um, yeah, that's, that was, that was my beginning. That was, uh, I was there till, uh, I moved, I moved to Charlotte or, or our, uh, Charlotte area in 2009. So about my first five years there. The first yeah. five years there. So white to blue to purple to purple. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I got I got my blue and my purple belt under uh, Dave Jacobs and and Mario and Fernando Yamasaki. So, um, yeah, both of those belts, I was like, man, I'm not ready for this, you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I was training, you know. Looking back, you know, I, I was, you know, I was I was training so much more, and I was, of course, had <laughs> Jeff knows I had so much more energy than you know, because shoot, I don't even know how old I was. It must have been. 24, 25. I don't I can't do the math, but yeah, man, I just had so much energy now. I, you know, if I trained like I did then, I, I wouldn't be able to walk right now, but I'd be waking up and I'm, I'm, I look back, I'm like, I have no idea how I woke up at, you know, five 30 to go to teach kids every day in, at an elementary school, not jujitsu. Sure. And just, I don't know how I got out of bed sometimes. Cause I, man, I was, I mean, and we would train for like you know, class would be like two hours and we'd roll for another hour to an hour and a half, you know? And like, I look back, I'm like, how did I do that? You know, the body's a a crazy thing, but. Sounds like heaven to me. Yeah, it does. It does. No, 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 not that part. Not that, I was talking about the tra- training two hours and then another hour and a half. I miss up. it though, man. I miss, I miss, uh, I miss that kind of lifestyle, you know, sure. it's, it's, you know, it's good, but. Yeah. So you were, you were talking earlier when we were kind of discussing things and in that you guys up in Northern Virginia, especially back in that time, it was more of a competition school, not necessarily a self-defense school. And and we kind of see today the transition. There's still obviously competition schools out there that that, that, that's all they do. And and that's great, you know, but there are a lot more now self-defense that also do competition, much like our, our Academy where we're at. Um, talk us a little bit to us a little bit about that. Yeah. I, I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know any of the self de- self defense stuff. I mean, I, I've, I saw some of the old, you know, Gracie, you know, videos and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I, I was somewhat familiar with the self defense moves, but we just never went over, you know, my, you know, Yamasaki Academy was never really, and, and even the other schools up there. Uh, now I know Capital Jiu Jitsu actually is, is part of the, the, uh, Hoist Gracie network. And that was up there. And I knew some of those guys. Um, but like, you know, the Lloyd Irvin schools and, and that, you know, they very much sport focused. Um, and, uh, yeah, world champions out of there. Oh for yeah, sure. yeah. 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 There's some, there's some studs for sure out of both, out of all those schools. Um, even capital, I know a couple of really, really tough guys from there, but sure. you know, when you, when you, even when you train at other schools, you're not getting together and really working on self-defense stuff. So, but yeah. Um, I mean, I love the self-defense, but it's, it, it has, it's been a little bit difficult for me in the last few years, just because I was so, you know, I, I'd never really worked on the self-defense and it's almost like a, you know, we're saying it's almost like a different martial art. And, um, well, you're a white belt at self-defense. Oh, for sure. You don't do self-defense until you're a purple belt. You're correct. You're correct. You know? Yeah. I mean, and some of the stuff does transfer, you know, you know, as far as just, just the ideas and the concepts and and certainly some of the ground, the ground ideas, but, uh, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely different. It's been, it's been great though, because just seeing like, where you lacked in technical skills, which, you know, (laughs) I see that all the time. I'm like, like, man, I'm, terribly technically in this, in this area sometimes. So, um, it's, it's been good. It's, it's, I think it's made me much more well-rounded even at my job, you know, you know, 
having to be physical at my job sometimes. And, and just and, for the audience out there, um, Luke is a detective in a law, uh, in the law enforcement agency in uh, Charlotte uh, PD. And, uh, so, you know, we've got a lot of folks in, uh, law enforcement that train with us. And I think it's invaluable for, for, you know, you legs, all those people who are out there putting it online every day to get out there and have that additional training. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's, and even the self-defense has been like great for me, you know, cause I'm not going <laughs> to, you know, it's street, you know, I hate to say street fight, but you know, these scraps that you get into with the quote bad guys, you know, you're not going to sit there and you're not going to pull guard and you're not going to, you know, even, even, certain other things you're not going to do an Ezekiel choke and all, you know what I'm, I'm saying? Yes. The stand up self-defense is going to be way more valuable for what I do, you know, for, you know, control techniques and things like that. Um, shoot, even, even as a, I don't do it as much now that I'm, I'm a detective, but, um, I, I've had to, I, I don't know if I, I told you guys this or, or I showed you this video. This yeah. Did yeah, I show you this one? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, this was a while back. This is probably close to a year ago, but I'm wearing, you know, I'm, I'm in a shirt and tie. And like, I just happened to be at this area where this, this kid had just stolen a, a car and all this. And so we're in a Seven Eleven, and I'm, you know, I tell him to put the, his, his, I put, tell him to put his hands behind his back. I get my handcuffs on Well, he starts bucking up and like trying to get out the door. And I'm like, don't do this, man. Don't, you know, don't do this. And he starts, I feel so I, he starts to turn around and I just dump him right there in the middle of the Seven Eleven. Well, the floor's wet. And I'm trying to like get on his back and I'm slipping because I got dress shoes on and And he starts, I'm on his back, but he's crawling out the front door, literally. So finally we both get, I'm still on his back. I finally get out the front door where we're on like concrete and finally I can get my footing and kind of control, you know, I finally got the handcuffs on and stuff. And another officer finally comes like, what are you doing? (laughs) You know, it happens. But anyway, all that to say, I mean, you never know when you're going to need this stuff, you know, like, you know, typically you think I'm going to shirt and tie, like I'm, I'm not going to be needing to get physical with people, but it happens. You know, you see these video, all the videos all the time where people are not thinking, you don't think you're going to get in a fight. You don't hope and hopefully you don't, you know? Sure. Um, but the, I mean, as you guys know, the other thing is confidence, you know, the confidence that you, that you have not cockiness or like looking to get in a fight, but like the confidence that you have just walking around, even with my family, sometimes I'm like, I'm I'm never worried that somebody's gonna, you know, you know, I'm not like aloof, but you know, I'm, I'm really never worried that I'm going to you know, get into a situ- and, and, and you know, the, the old saying better to be a warrior in the garden than a gardener in the war. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So from the transition to self-defense more than competition, do you think that's helped the school grow? Like what did people used to come in for to try it out? Like, I feel like most people who come in are like, I'm interested in self-defense. Absolutely. Yeah. It, I, yeah, absolutely. It has. Um, yeah, when we when John and I kind of first started at the at the uh, Taekwondo school um, over off of Old Sixteen, there um, we were getting people in, but you know I, I I think your average you know we and we got some really good people in there, and we had we had some really people get really good, and um, I won't name any names, but I can think of a couple. One one name I will name uh, Bill Ziegler. You know he's over in Charlotte now. Mm-hmm. He started off with us. He's now a brown belt. Sure, and I mean which just. 
it just makes me so happy to, to think that, you know, he, that he started off knowing absolutely nothing and came and has grown and he's, he's really good. I don't know if you've rolled with him. Absolutely. Before. He's really, really good. Yes. Super tough dude. But you know, um, you know, we would get like guys like that who, who really wanted to train, wanted to, you know, compete and, and, and roll and, you know, but, but not everybody's like that, you know? Um, shoot. I don't know that if I came in right now, you know, at my age, that I would want to be, you know, and, and not knowing any jujitsu, you know, sure. if, I, if I just came out and I didn't know anything and I'm, you know, I'm 40 now, if I just came in off the street and I'm like, Hey, I want to kind of learn something. I don't know that I would want to, you know, to get my butt kicked, you know, the way we were kind of doing that every night. Yeah, you but know, it's the old school way of doing it. It, right? is. it keeps showing up. And, and if you get your butt kicked enough, then, then we'll teach you a little something. Absolutely. Right? But, but, but as far as growth is concerned, like he was asking, that's, I don't believe that's the best, uh, way that you're going to be able to grow a school. And it, and it's, I think it's proved itself. You know, John's done an incredible job of, you know, kind of making that transition and, 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 and making everything into one. Cause there are still, I mean, absolutely. You know, there's three in here, this room in this room right now that we, we do love to roll, you know, yeah. we do love yeah. to, 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 to amp it up and, you know, you guys have competed and, and things like that. So, you know, there's a, there's definitely a place for that, but I, I think the, I think the best uh, way for growth as far as a school is concerned is to, is to get a nice, you know, nice uh mix of that and uh, i think john's done a you know done a really really good job with that so well i think it just goes to show that that everybody does jujitsu for their own reasons and those reasons change all the time you know i came into jujitsu not for competition not for self-defense you know i wrestled i wasn't worried about being accosted now knowing what i know now i probably should have been <laughs> yeah but yeah. but um you know, it was just for, for fitness. Those goals have changed, you know, that, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. But, but there are, there's a much smaller subset of those people who are just going to come in. Hey, I want to compete. That was what Phil wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Phil wanted to compete. That's, that's the whole reason he got into jujitsu. And so, you know, I think it, I think it's good to appeal to those larger masses because it does give you an opportunity for those goals that you have to change. Right. Oh, for and sure. If you want to go from self-defense to, you know, Hey, I'm doing it for fitness. You're going to get that anyway. Or, Hey, I want to go ahead and compete now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And, and, and the goal, I mean, what you say about goals, goals changing. I mean, even, even my goals now are, I'm sure are probably going to be, cause I don't plan on, I'm planning on doing this till I die, you know, and I'm, and I'm sure in another five, six years, my goals will change again. You know, right now my goals are to teach my, teach my own children. You know, I have three kids who are involved in the program and, and, um, you know, you know, I do it at home, but they're also learning, you know, on, on, you know, from John and Charlie, but that, and then, you know, my job, you know, that those are my main goals. And I, and I do need to compete. I, I want to get back on, on to the, to competing and I should, and I know I need to, but my main goals really are for my job to keep myself safe for my job. Cause really it's like, you know, and I don't mean to make it dramatic, but it really is. It's life and death. You know, sure. if I, if I don't, of course it is. you know, I, I need to have that that in my, in my pocket, if I need it to possibly save my life. Um, so that, that's obviously my biggest goal, but not you know, only the training is life and death, but it also the mentality that oh, absolutely. gives you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, but those are my goals, you know, and, and I think, you know, and I'm sure you guys, you know, will, will kind of change, you know, you've, you've said yours has already changed. And, oh, for sure. and so, uh, yeah, that's, 
that's that, that's awesome to see. You know, you see these. You know, you've lo- I know you've lost a lot of weight. I've seen other people come into jujitsu and just lose lose tons of weight, and then you know that weight falls off, and you're like, all right, what's your what's your next goal? You know, and and you keep on progressing, you keep on making new goals and accomplishing those and beating those. Um, what's the next one? So that's it is that's that's a great awesome thing about jujitsu. I want to go back to that because because uh, I have a friend also his um, his daughter. Uh, used to train. She's big into hockey now, and uh, both Chael and Rocky they play sports, baseball. I don't know if they yeah, play yeah. Uh, any other sports or not. But yeah, Chael, Chael's a cross. Yeah, he runs cross country. But awesome, yeah, great. Yeah, supplement to yeah, yeah, yeah. But but just uh, you know, for the kids, for um, you know that special mobility work that that they need that hand eye coordination, whether it be baseball whether it be ice hockey, not so much cross country running, but also the endurance. But the fitness. Into, oh, absolutely. You. Yeah. You know, what I love about you and your wife is that you guys have always made it a priority. You know, the kids are going to jujitsu and they enjoy it. They love it. I mean, they do, I see yeah. it in their eyes, but, but I, I just feel like that, that, that it's such a great supplement to whatever sport that they're doing to help them excel at that sport. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah. And, and, you know, what you're saying about us, like making it a priority, I really have had to do that with them because like they love it when they're there, but like they're kids too. Now you do, we do have a couple, you know, we got Christopher in there who (laughs) you don't have to tell him to go that kid's in there because he's just, but that's, you know, that's kind of an anomaly. Like he, that's that's not normal. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. You know, and my boys do like to go, you know, they choose to go many times, but there's also times that they're like, we want, you know, like, okay, what do you want to do? Well, I want to, you know, play on my computer. No, well, we're going to class. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and I've had, and I've had to, I've had to pick and choose my battles with that because I also don't want them to get burned out with it, you know, with any jujitsu or Muay Thai. And if they do, they do. I don't care. They're still going to go. <laughs> but, but, you know, you're but, the parent. But yes. yeah, exactly. But I but I really do. You know, I want them to. My goal for them for them is to. When they do, when they leave the house, you know, and shoot, I don't even like to think about that. <laughs> but, but, you know, when they, when they leave the house, whether it be college or whatever else, I want them to continue in this and I want them to want to continue. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's been a, a big thing for me and, and trying to balance that with the fact they don't get burned out has, has been, you know, my main priority. But what you're saying about sports is, is absolutely, you know, other sports is absolutely huge. And it, it's a shame because you do, I have, and I know John's seen this too, where you're like, Oh, well, little Billy and I'm, I'm making names up, but you know, little, little Billy's taken off, you know, he's got baseball season or he's got, you know, he's going to be gone all summer. He's doing this. Well, why, you know, it, for, for what, you know, he, kid, they're kids. They're not, you know, they're going to rebound quickly. They're going to wake up. They're not really going to feel sore, you know? Right. And, and, you know, Rocky played in two different leagues. So like he was pretty busy, He you know, but he was, I was still making him go, you know, at least once a week, mm-hmm. Sure. you know, um, because you get out of that, you guys know, you know, you get out of something for, you know, you get out of rolling and going to class for even a couple of weeks and you're like, dude, I feel off you know, so both physically and mentally. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, you know, to answer that, you know, question, yeah, there's, there's no doubt that these types of things help, you know, jujitsu, Muay Thai, all the things that those kids are doing are, are helping them develop other athletic skills. No, there's no question. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I can't see any negative to doing that because your endurance is going to be better. And then there's a lot of weird body awareness that you're going to get that I never had before, before doing any of this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so Luke, I want to shift gears because, uh, both Phil and I, this is one of the longer stints I've had off the mat and that's been since Monday. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's going to be six days. I'll be off. I, I yeah. sprained my MCL and trained with it for a couple of weeks. And then I was like, you know, it's not it's shocker. It's not getting better. Uh, <laughs> cause I'm training on it. And, um, and Phil, you know, he was doing two days before his competition, did his competition and he's had some, some rib injuries and just nagging stuff that, that goes along with training two a days and getting ready for competition, going extra hard and stuff like that. Um, you know, talk about a little bit about, um, for our listeners, you've had some injuries over the years, right. And, and how you dealt with those injuries and what you did. And actually John made a nice post about it the other day. And we'll talk about that here in a little bit, but I want to know how you kind of dealt with your, your knee surgeries and that sort of thing. Yeah, I've had two knee surgeries. Uh, let's see. They're both, I don't know. I can't even, I'm terrible with this kind of stuff. I'm, I guess I'm getting old, but yeah, I've had two knee surgeries, both within the last, uh, I guess, six ish years. Mm-hmm. Um, my first one, it, I guess it just, the way the meniscus is, if you have a, it's either lateral, I don't remember, but if you have this certain type of tear and, and depending on your age too, they'll go in and repair it. But if they were, which is good, of course, but if, if they repair it, then it's like twice as long for the recovery. Mm-hmm. So, um, otherwise they just cut a part out, which you also don't want that because it's like, stability yeah well that and then uh you know what that does that that meniscus is really just a a cushion yeah and um when it comes out you know we're talking we're talking some at least bone on bone cars arthritis and thing causes things like that but anyway um but yeah as far as what i how i fought through that man there was a couple nights that i was in my gi on the mat literally hobbling around um <laughs> you know i would not recommend that but you know and i wasn't rolling of course hard or, or anything but shoot man i was in there you know and it, you're talking about john's post and like i think that's um he was talking about another somebody else getting in there and watching but like y- you talked about them mentally you know one of, one of the ways you can fight that off when you're not there mentally at least is is being around it, you know, watching classes. Um, and I'm, you know, I wouldn't recommend getting on YouTube all the, all the time, but there, the bottom line is there is some good stuff on YouTube as far as whatever it is you want. Passing. Well, if, if you get a reputable YouTube, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Somebody, provider, somebody yeah. that you trust or, yeah. you know, I, I own dozens and dozens of, you know, uh, reputable, you know, DVD people who, who put out DVDs and, and, and things like that. So those, those can be helpful in, in those times. Um, but getting in class, you know, um, doing what, just doing what you can, you know, and, and physically, and when you're off the mats, like I I worked super, super hard both times on rehab, you know, whereas Mm -hmm. if I didn't have jujitsu, I probably wouldn't have, you know, I might've been kind of lazy with it. Like, eh, it'll heal itself eventually. But I want, you know, I wanted to be a hundred percent as soon as I possibly could. And it's tough. You know, sometimes you push a little too hard and you, you know, you pop something back and you're like, dude, that was dumb. I should, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, really, I just, honestly, I just listen to, listen to my doctors and I, I really, 
outside <laughs> outside of staying off the mats, I, I really did what they told it. I'm you know I'm really referring more to like the rehab stuff, but sure, um, I was really I was religious about going to those sessions and doing the ice or whatever you know exercises stretching. You know they always give you like these specific stretches to do, and man, I was yeah, I was killing those stretches. So how long did that like affect you? Do you were you dealing with it? So that the first one. Um, I was probably out like hundred percent, like from start to finish, sure, yeah, yeah. uh, man, until I was a hundred percent, it was probably nine months. Wow. I mean, I'm talking hundred percent. Like yeah, but I can do a double leg takedown. I can, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, that sure. was like one of the big things or, or like guard stuff. Cause like before I had this, had the surgery, how I even knew is a problem is besides, obviously besides the pain is my, my knee was like clicking. Like it was like. Mm-hmm. It was all, it was just off. Like I would try to cut through the guard knee cut and like it would, I, my whole body would freeze up cause I w- it would just catch and I couldn't do anything. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly a hundred percent from like the start of, of the surgery till I was a hundred percent, it was probably eight or nine months. Now the second one was a lot shorter cause it was a different type of tear. And, um, I would say that one was closer to like three or four months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, so just an arthroscopic repair. Or? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They went in there and, d- and did snip a piece out on the second one. So it wasn't, okay. you know, it wasn't terrible. But And talking about that, you know, this week, um, I haven't been in to class, but I did, uh, get out my, uh, dust off the old John Danaher, uh, enter the system. I got, I got the Kimura series mm-hmm. and I've got the, um, leg lock series and they're both like 16 hours each. Holy cow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he, uh, folks, he goes into a lot of details oh, I bet. On, on, yeah, yeah. on everything. And it's great because it's it, the theme really drills. Uh, I've said it before. I'm a big conceptual learner and it really, it really drills in the concepts, you know, uh, you know, he's got three concepts with the, the Kimura. He's got three concepts with the, the leg lock system that he goes over and over with those concepts so that you can't forget them. And so I've been kind of doing that, um, that, that additional exploration in, in that manner. Um, and, and again, you know, uh, previously I would just go in and watch class or help with the kids or anything of that nature. But yeah, I think it's important that you, you don't become disconnected because you, you know, you, you share the camaraderie with, with all your training partners too, that mm-hmm. you're there with each and every day. So it's always nice to see, see them. Billy, you got anything to add on that? Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm just taking the entire week off. Like, You're just playing Call of Duty, right? Are you are you are you injured now or a lot of things were sore. My ear just kept breaking. Like the left one now just gets yeah. worse and worse and worse. And uh it's starting to feel pretty hard at this point. So I mm-hmm. think uh I'm just gonna take the rest of the week off and then I'll just be back in Monday. But yeah, it's just annoying. Is it like this one? Yeah, it's looking gnarly. Why yeah. don't you just chop yeah, it off? Though? It doesn't look like you got a ear hole at all in there. No, it's it's annoying, you know? So I figured if I didn't... It's looking gnarly. It it's... When I took a week off for this one, it mm-hmm. got hard. And I yeah. was like done dealing with it. This one, I, this one didn't hurt as you, bad, but it was uh, still annoying. Did you go to the doctor? Or no? No. Okay, so you did. Yes, Rich. Rich. You did. <laughs> did, oh, did you guys drain oh, it I yourself? Did. I did it myself, yeah. Oh, was it painful? It's not, not too bad. bad right? No, it's not that bad. It's worse actually, like when you try to sleep on it. Yeah, it's annoying. We've had a couple guys uh, go to the doctor and actually like get the like the you know, and they'll come in with the um the head you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, yeah. I mean, Phil's got delicate ears, so it wouldn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. His whole system is very delicate. I would have to wear <laughs> it all the time, forever. Um, oh, man. I'm picking up on the ears, but I, I'm hoping a week will let it kind of harden up. The rest of it, though, is just like my chest would feel like tired. I have no other way to describe it. Like, it doesn't <laughs> hurt all the time. But, like, I would get somebody who weighs, like, 120 pounds, be inside control, and it would feel like legs, knee on belly. Yeah. So I, was, I just think... I <laughs> Which is horrible, folks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, there probably is some bruising in there. I mean, even though you may not see it on your skin, you know, I'm yeah. sure that, you know, there's some probably internal like, stuff. Well, I'm rolling, I'm fine, and then I go to, like, back out, and I'm like, oh, my... You know, yeah. Like, That's terrible. Like, yeah. if I try to leave the parking lot, I can't turn around. Yeah, knock on wood. I've never, I've never had any of those like serious rib things. I know, I know a lot of guys who have, and those, I know they can be really, really painful. Yeah, I think it was more like the muscles that like wrap it, Mm -hmm. a rib itself. But I don't, Hmm. I don't know. So we'll see. I'll be back probably Monday morning to try it out. Not Sunday rolls. No. No. No? Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, So, so Luke, shifting topics. What uh, I want to hear, because man. I've, uh, I would love to do the trip that you just did. And that's the trip to, well, it was this year, the hoist, um, network training and, uh, it was in Oklahoma city. It's been in California. It's been in Miami. It's, you know, it change. I think it changes every year. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, from pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I know, I'm not, I know several years they've had it in Miami, but yeah, for it, the last couple of years, it's, you know, they're changing locations. Yeah. What was that experience like being there with so many high low? And, and just for the listeners that hoist um, training is when they do the black belt testing uh, each year. I think they do. I think they do it once once a year, right? Yeah, and once around yeah. that this time yeah. of year. Uh, and it's where you do your black belt testing. And also shout out to um, to Dante Herrera, who, when I was in Northern Virginia working, he was Capital MMA, one of their brown belts, and he got the, his black belt at the okay at the um, at cool. the training, uh, as well as Nick Burrito, obviously on our team. But t- uh, what take us a little through that experience and, and what you experienced whenever you yeah were there. I, I didn't test uh, this year my my plan uh, I've been I've been pushing off I, I uh, my I finally just buckled down and said I'm going to do it this year but um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I didn't, I did not test this year. I didn't go in planning to test or anything, but, um, but yeah, I've been a couple of times, uh, I went a few years ago to Miami this year. It was in Oklahoma city and it was cool. It was obviously much my Oklahoma city and Miami are very different cities, yeah. but besides that, um, it, it, there was a lot of differences, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a really cool thing. You know, it's two or three days of several sessions of both, you know, ground techniques and, and self-defense always, always gives like uh, a seminar, of course, um, near the end of the, the, uh, near the end of the weekend. And, uh, and then they do a, a ceremony for everybody who passes, you know, and basically it's, um, it's just dozens of brown belts doing their tests. Um, you know, obviously those numbers vary every year, depending on who, who wants to step up and do it. But, um, it's, you know, it's really kept under wraps, like exactly what the test is, you know? And I think those, they threaten those guys like within an inch of their life. If they, if they even tell us, you know, like anything about it, but basically, you know, they, they do tell you, they do tell you, Hey, know every stand up self, you know, self-defense technique there is. And then of course, also on the ground stuff, I know there, I don't know what, how deep it is, but I know there's a lot of striking involved because there's guys that come out bloody and, and you can, t- and you know, their faces are all beat up. You can tell, you know, and there's some super tough dudes in there that come out. You're like, man, this guy got rocked, 
you know, and this is no offense to Nick, but Nick, Nick was pretty beat up. Yeah. He had that nice uh, shiner on afterwards. Yeah. And I, you know, a lot of it is, is, uh, is a mental thing is, you know, again, I don't know much about it, but as far as the test is concerned, I, I think a lot of his mental, I mean, he came out and he was like, I failed, you know, he's like, they failed. Now, I don't know if they told him he failed and then they were just messing with him to see how he would like react, you know, if he was going to like storm out of there, you know, pissed off or what, but like, but yeah, I really legitimately believe that he thought he failed for at least for a little while after sure. you know, maybe as the next couple of days, he was closer to the beginnings, you know? So it, and that's the other thing, like they do these testings over like th- basically three days. So like you could be at the very beginning and have to wait three days to see if you actually got your black belt or shoot, you could go like two hours before the black belt ceremony and have to like, wait, like, Oh my gosh, I have to wait. Like, three days to even do my test. Like, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to want next year. I mean, you don't have a choice really. It's not like you sign up for a time. They just tell you, you know, but, uh, I would like the first day please around noon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I don't know what's worse. I don't know what's, if it's worse to wait. Like I, I think just knowing me, I think I'd rather just get it out of the way. Yeah. But, uh, waiting three days a week, really. but you, you know. might want to wait until they're a little bit tired, you know, beating all the rest of them up. I'm I mean, pretty I don't sure know these the guys don't get is. tired. <laughs> And, and there's so many, you know, there's 50 black belts back there, you know, yeah. and we're talking some of them are MMA fighters. And I mean, there's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's intimidating, man. It's funny. Like Nick came out and, uh, everybody's, you know, and they do it in this back room and they, and they try to make it kind of like, you know, so nobody really can hear what's going on. Can obviously you can see what you, they're not going to let you see what's going on, but there, there was a room out that everyone's kind of getting warmed up working, you know, working on their techniques and last minute adjustments, things like that, making sure you remember everything. And there was a, right before Nick went in, you know, they're kind of getting them warmed up and everything and ready to go. And, and there's a couple other Brown belts and it's usually, you know, it varies from like 25 to maybe 35, 40 minutes each test. And there's a couple guys warming up and they weren't like screwing around or anything, but they were just kind of lighthearted, like warming up, getting, getting last second, you know, fixes. And, uh, Nick comes out and he's bloody beat up and he's, you Heard know, faint screams oh in there my the whole gosh, time. man. And you should have seen these guys face. I mean, like, I, I mean, even me, I wasn't even taking the test and I'm like, my, I can't imagine what my face looked like, you know? And these guys, the guys that were taking the other, these other brown belts who were going in after him, like I, I, I it almost looked like they wanted to quit. Like, yeah, like I'm not, I'm not going back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not going back there. It was the, fu- I, 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 it's funny now looking back, I'm talking to you next year. I won't think it's funny, of course, but like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, it yeah. was a crazy thing. I mean, you all, I mean, there's three or four of them and their faces were just like ghosts. You know, yeah, yeah. Because there were some other guys that had come out, you know, in the last, in the previous couple of days, and I, at least, I didn't see anybody that bad. I don't know if they took it hard. I don't know what it was, but they, they put it on him. Nobody and, was coming out of the room laughing. Oh, absolutely. Uh, oh, no, 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 absolutely not. Nobody coming out like but, that. But for sure, you know, there's varying degrees of, you know. I don't even know what the word abuse. is, but yeah, definitely not abuse, but, <laughs> but no, exactly. I mean, you, you know, so, and, and I've heard from different people, it's a different test for different people. You know, if you're a 22 year old, you know, and shoot, there are Hoist's son uh, got his black belt and I think he's uh, this year and I think he's 22 or 23, you mm-hmm. know, it's, and he's had like three or four MMA fights too. Mm-hmm. It's a different test. And I'm not saying the technique, they're not looking for different techniques. I don't think that's the case, but 
it's going to be different than a, you know, there, there was a 60 something year old guy that, that went in there and did that. So it's going to be a different, and, and again, this is only things I've been told. I don't, I don't know all the details cause it's really hush hush, but, um, you know, it's a different test for different people. So. Well, and I would think too, you know, they're, they're looking and, and again, I don't know anything about this, mm-hmm. but just from what I've, uh, you know, thought about, I, I would think that they're, trying to push them to their limits and absolutely beyond. absolutely and, and that's different for a 22 year old than it is for you are correct you, you know? are correct so there's different limits yeah um so yeah i mean that's super interesting but um aside from the the black belt testing um what what was your funnest training moment like what what was what really stuck out it might have been a hoiler or a hoist seminar or, or or one of the training partners you got to roll with or anything like that you would think it would be a hoiler or a hoist which they were great i'm not to, <laughs> i would never take anything away from them but leticia barrow was there she's oh, yeah, uh what, sure. what, 11 time 10 time world champion i don't remember yeah and she her stuff was great man it yeah. really was awesome nice. um and i actually got to help her out with she used me as like the dummy um and I really did look like a dummy a couple of times. <laughs> she was like, don't do this. You know, but, I mean, she was really cool, but you know, um, that was probably, that was probably my favorite seminar of the weekend uh-huh. was hers. It, it was more like sport related stuff. Of course they, you know, sure. Yeah. Now I know she does practice the self, stand up self-defense. Um, in fact, she's got a video with her going through a lot of that stuff with, I don't know if it's oil or not, but yeah. anyway, she's, that was probably my favorite one. Yeah. So. If your last name to Barrow, you're probably pretty good uh, at jujitsu. Yeah. 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 But it it was, it's just so awesome seeing so many high level because it's mostly brown and black belts. There are a few scattered, you know, blue and purples mixed, mixed throughout, but just seeing so many tough, tough dudes there and girls there that are training all together. Um, Just, you know, getting to train it with in that atmosphere is, is, is really, really cool. And hopefully, you know, hopefully you guys get to go out there sometime and it's, it's, it's really great. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. I, I would go out there anytime, yeah. but, you know, <laughs> they reserve it for the upper belt. So I'll, yeah, I have a few yeah. years. That'll be all right. Yeah. Um, One day though, it's, 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 it is, it's super cool. And, and everybody's so nice, you know, it's, it's, I can't think, I can't think in the, in the couple times that I've gone of anybody who's kind of been like, man, that guy's a jerk, you know, it's yeah. just, it's just, and I think that's probably so, you know, I think they, they really weed those <laughs> type of clowns out of there. Yeah, they're you know not testing I mean? for their black no, belt no, if they're jerks. No, no, Not in this system. Hoist doesn't, hoist and shoot. I mean, Steve and John, they don't, they don't put up with that stuff, you know? Yeah. I mean, they Usually those type of guys, and we've seen that a little bit at our school, not, not a lot, you know, we've got great people, but sure. you know, you get a clown in there every once in a while and a lot, most of the time they weed themselves out. Of course. Know, so. You, you know, it, it also from this aspect, what I'm thinking of is that, you know, you're one of the upper belts at our academy and, and um, it's got to be nice to go and challenge yourself against someone who is of your same or higher skill level, you know, because you don't get that a whole lot, you know, other than John and legs and yeah, not all the time, you know, um, you know, there, shoot, there's, there's. I've, I I love rolling people who can kick my butt, you know, which, yeah. which, which is a lot of people. Out there. I'm not saying that, you know, shoot, you know, <clears throat> even just go, excuse me, <clears throat> even just going to Charlotte, you know, that sure. there's a lot more brown belts and, and shooting out black belts there now. So even that is, is cool, but yeah, it is, it's good. You know, it, you gotta have a mix. You gotta have a mix of, of all three really 
people who are not as good as you that you can kind of test things out and, and smoking through them is not going to really help you, you know, but, but trying things that you ordinarily, ordinarily not to get, not get to try people who are on your same level that, you know, you can battle back and forth with and, and, you know, you get a little bit of him, he gets a little bit of you, et cetera. And then going against guys who just smoke right through you, like you're not there, you know, right. you got to have all three of those, you know, in my opinion. And I know there's varying ideas of what the best way to get, to get good is, but in my opinion, being able to go against all three of those levels is is key. So. No, I, that was one of my questions for John. Is like you're always the best person in the room. How do you? What do you do to get better? How do you? Mm-hmm. You know, for me, it seems like I get the most out of when people are much better than me, and that's where I can see the incremental, you know, improvements. Yeah, it depends on what you're trying to do too. Like I, I know back when I was competing more, I really tried to go against people who are better than me because you want to make it easier for yourself when, when you actually do get out there to compete. And that seemed to, that seemed to work for me. Uh, but you know, again, it just all goes back to those goals we were talking about before, you know, like what is your goal? Um, you know, and, and if you only go against people who are better than you now, shoot, when you come in as a white belt, you don't have a, (laughs) you don't have a choice. Everybody's better than you. That's all you know. But later on, you know, you do have more, I hate to say a choice, but you do have more of a, of a balance there where you can go against all three levels, people who are better, people who are on the same level and people who are not as good as you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think typically if you want to get better and, and better, better quickly, you do, you have to go against, continue to challenge yourself. There's a lot, you know, at, at my age, you know, the thing that gets it goes into that is kind of what we were talking about before. It's just about the injuries. You know, if I constantly mm-hmm. go against people who are better than me or, or m- more bigger, not necessarily better, but bigger than me constantly, you know, that's, I've, I've had to scale that back in a couple in the last couple of years. I mean, sometimes I've just told people like, no, dude, I'm not going with you. you know? Yeah. And it's not because I don't like them or I'm scared of anything. It's just like, if I go with, a guy who's 300 pounds who I've rolled with before, you know, sure. I'm going to, I'm going to end up getting hurt, you yeah. know, and not, I'm not saying they're dirty or try to hurt me. It's just like, you know, it's just, a, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of my reality right now. So, yeah. Well, and you have to be selfish with your training too. Sometimes you, do. you have to, you, do. you know, you have to, uh, uh, no one should take offense if, if you say, no, I'm sitting out this role, you know, nobody should take offense to that, but you also have to, Make sure that, that, you know, your training partners know if you're injured or anything of that nature. And I want to go back to that saying training with people who aren't as high skill level, same skill level and uh, higher skill level. You know, I think it was I think it was on the BJJ Brick podcast where they were talking about this and they were saying it's important for you to have that lower skill level person because you try your C game out. You know, that's how you get better at the techniques and tighten those techniques up and then you can move it up to those those people that are on the same level as you. And if it works with that, then boom, try it on the people who are higher level than you. And conversely on that higher level, when you're going with them is to make sure that your defense is on point and you're able to defend those attacks and see the, see the situations that you're uh, getting baited into or getting put into uh, whenever you're training. So I think, I think you're spot on. on that. Yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt. Philly, anything else from you? You've been very, you've been very quiet. Okay. How do you, how's your balance gone? Like, and we talked about this a little bit. I don't remember when, 
it was in Charlotte, um, but you were talking about trying to figure out the balance between kids, work, training. So I think you train like three days a week. Yeah, typically I try to do three. Um, shoot, I'd love to do more, you know, and I am, you know, again, my goal for this from now until next October is to push it to closer to four, especially with more adding a little bit more stand up self-defense, you know, um, uh, quite a few of the brown, uh, quite a few of the other brown belts are planning on testing too. So it's, so that's kind of a good thing. Um, but anyway, yeah, balance is, is just, you know, it's like you were saying before about the kids, like you got to make it a priority for yourself too. You know, if you know, you, there's only a certain amount of hours in a day and hours in a week, you know? And, um, you know, if you don't, if you don't prioritize those things, it's, you're, you're not going to train, you know, <laughs> you know, it, you guys see this, you know, people come in and they, they, they start off strong and they get out and then, then they leave, you know, Oh, well I have this, I have this. And it's just, some people just always have an excuse no matter what, right. you know, and that's fine. You know, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell them what to prioritize in their life, but at the same time, don't say that, you know, you want to get better. I've had to say that to myself. Sometimes I've had to say to myself, you know, hey, jujitsu can't be as important right now as it as I would like it to be. You know, just because my kids are involved in this or my career is doing, you know, is doing this. But you know, now I'm at the point in my life where you know I've been training for, and I have had some whatever, but it's no excuse. You know, I've been training since you know for about fourteen, fifteen years now, and I should be a black. But I'm not saying I should be in the sense that like. I deserve it because I, I don't, you know, but as long as I have been training and things like that, it's on me. And, and uh, you know, quite frankly, I'm a little embarrassed and, and only in the sense that I, I know that I, I, I need, I could and should, you know, put forth more effort than I, than I have. Cause, cause I, I mean, there's, there's guys who, who I trained with Yamasaki who started, you know, six months, a year after me who have had their black belts for, three years, you know? Sure. And, you know, listen, we all have different paths, so I'm, I'm incredibly happy for them. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that it deserve it or anything like that. So don't, don't hear me wrong, but, um, I just, I just feel like it's, it's time for me to really push on to, to the next level. And, and that doesn't, I mean, that honestly includes more than just the self stand up self defense. There's parts of my ground that are just not where they should be, you know? So, you know, that all that being said, like now is time. And I've, I've, I had a talk with my wife and I'm just like, look, this is going to happen. So I'm going to have to be a little bit more selfish this year. And it was just kind of an understanding, you know, which is cool. We've been married a while. So I think she just appreciates me making that, um, you know, having uh, that communication, yeah, yeah, using the communication. And, uh, you know, it's not just like, I didn't say anything to her about it. I'm just like, all right, I'm out of here, you know? Um, but so she was cool that, so now it's, now it's my, now it's my responsibility to actually just go ahead and do it. So to answer your question, the balance is going to be a little bit <laughs> more unbalanced is I hope, um, than it has been in the last couple of years. So yeah. it's, it's tough, you know, like, um, having three kids at the ages they are like, they're in so involved with so many different things. Like I don't want to be a deadbeat dad, you know, they're, they're my most important thing on this planet so sure. more than jujitsu and i know it's, it's it seems weird to say but like you know more than jujitsu or anything else like so if they want to be involved in something 
you know, it's, you know, that takes priority. Um, now again, one more time, you know, this year it's going to be a little bit less and we're going to have to maybe put some of their things aside, but shift that a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. Of course. We, I just, I just like to ask because we talk about training schedules and what we're going to do and what our goals are a lot, but we have just a different situation than I think the majority of the people who train. Have, right. You know? Yeah. And it's, and it's cool, man. I mean, that's what makes, that's another thing that makes jujitsu so great. Like you got people who are training five, six times a week, you know, and you got people who are training once a week and it's, you know, it's, it doesn't make them a better person. It doesn't make them worse. It's just, we all have priorities and we're all responsible for, for, for our own careers and our, you know, our paying our own bills and, and being the type of person we want to be as far as a father or a boyfriend or girlfriend, or husband, whatever it might be, you know, we all have to answer for those. So, you know, balance is, balance is key and playing with those, those percentages is, is going to be, you know, important for me in this next year, I think. So, well, no. Uh, and, and that, that was awesome. Thanks for sharing all that with us. And, you know, I want to say in the next year, if you need any, you know, if you want to go in any additional training, man, I'm, I'm all about it. If you, you know, however I can help just to be a dummy or whatever. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm going to take you up on it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm happy to yeah. help. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. Philly, let's, uh, let's two things, right? We want to talk about the role model, all women's camp. We've got an exclusive BJJ campaign coupon code, and that will get you 10% off. So all you ladies out there, uh, they have some fantastic, um, instructors that are, that are going to be at the, uh, role model camp. That's May 1st through 3rd in Indianapolis, Indiana, um, Nikki Sullivan, Hillary Van Ornum, um, you know, our jujitsu parents, AJ and James Klingerman, obviously, uh, they're going to be there. So if you want to get, uh, and sign up quick folks, cause this, this is going to fill up quick. They, they've expanded it each and every year. I don't, I don't know how many they're taking this year. I think it was like 250 or something, Sounds you know, right. yeah. um, this year. And they, you know, they restricted to like hundred last year. Then they bumped it up to 200 and two or three times. Yeah. Two or three times. So, so get in there, get that, put in your, uh, BJJ campaign is the code and you get 10% off of that. Um, also talking, go ahead. Was I talking to you or Brent about camps? Have you gone to jujitsu camp? I have not. I've, I've gone to a couple of seminars that have been like two days, but I've never gone to like a camp. I, I really, I would like to, and I probably should. Have. I mean, I've been doing this so long. I, I I should have, but I I never did, and I know you guys have done a Dude, couple. You of should go to, to uh, uh, Origin with us. I next would love year. to because that would be right to. before your test. You get all get <laughs> get eight days of three sessions a day jujitsu. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I need I to. That would, that, would be, board. that would be really cool. Yeah, yeah I know yeah, Landon no. was just like beaming oh, so when he great. came back. Yeah. yeah. Landon so, went hard. Like our oh, Landon, Landon like may have day. won the camp championship in uh, most tr- hours, hours trained, yeah. a, a day. Yeah, he went hard. He, one time he came back. He was soaking wet with sweat, and it was like twelve thirty at night. I'm like, you were you're still rolling. <laughs> Good for him, man. Yeah, Good that was for great. Him. And you know, your jujitsu takes such a such a leap whenever you. Yeah. Or mine did anyway. So whenever you do that so consistently. No doubt, no doubt. Um but so yeah, we'll put you on the um roster for next year for that, Luke. Um <laughs> so uh also we've got 
uh, thanks to to our vice president of uh, marketing and business development, Doug Schluter. That's right. We've got our um, Black Friday sale, folks. Get this. What is it? Tell them about the kitchen sink offer that we've got for Black Friday, Philly. Hoodie, rash guard, patch, T-shirt. Everything we sell, folks. $100. That's $173,000 value. That's right. <laughs> it may be 120 bucks value, maybe. 130 I don't know. I didn't add them up, Phil. This is math that I didn't do. That's okay. Uh, but but it's a so, steal. So get you know get on there um, on Black Friday. Bam! You got the kitchen sink deal. It's a great deal. So get on there, support us there. How else can the folks support us, Phil? Facebook, join the group. BJJ campaign. Uh, BJJ campaign is where you can find all the find all the deals. YouTube, Instagram. Missing one. It's okay. YouTube, Instagram, Bumble, Facebook, Bump, yeah. Bumble. <laughs> For me now, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, kidding, kidding. Um, but uh, but yeah, and uh, if you guys aren't out there doing something to make yourself better each and every day, get out there and do it. Me, Luke, Phil, we all choose jujitsu. We hope you do too. This episode of the BJJ Campaign Podcast is brought to you by Speed Pro East Bay in Alameda, California, in the heart of the San Francisco Bay Area. They're the source for premium visual solutions to spruce up your interior space. From window decals and wall murals to conference room graphics and directional signage, create a work environment that is tailored to your brand. They'll not only print your custom graphics, but do installation as well. Visit eastbayspeedpro.com. That's E-A-S-T-B-A-Y-S-P-E-E-D-P-R-O.com. And mention the BJJ Campaign Podcast for 15% off your first order. Also, Eddie is a jiu-jitsu guy, so folks go out there and support him. I'm about to feed him to the sharks right now. Get him hyped right now. Yeah. You know the ground is our Yeah Everybody that trains You know the game Yeah So let's get it uh. Slap it up, bump it and roll hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game You're feeling the growth That's it's time on the mat, we put in the work Believe it ain't easy, I know. You know But we train for the love of the game The love of the art Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll, let's roll.